Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Have you heard of senior gamers? Gamers who are old? And we're not talking like 23? Yeah, AARP is getting involved in gaming. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I that kind of it kind of hit me like a ton of bricks when I read that. The cuz you're thing. all almost eligible to benefit or I'm gonna wait for the jugular. I was gonna, I was gonna open up and be like, I'm getting old and video games, blah blah. blah. And Nate's just like, let me rip his throat out and throw it down in front of him and be like, boom, bitch. You know what I noticed as way. you were starting the podcast? Okay, go ahead. Much quieter. It is. You want to know the funny thing about that? I would love to know the funny thing about that. I removed one fan in the process. He removed one fan from his PC in the revamp. Yeah. The vertical fan. The vertical fan. The one that was... You mean like the one that was... Blowing things vertically. Yes. So it was like on top of the case? Yeah, it was, it was mm-hmm. here doing this. Yeah. And that for was... You, for all you... And all that was the sound listeners. generator, you think? I don't think so, no. I think, the, I think the new board changed how it was default setting its fans to do its mm. thing. Interesting. Because I didn't go. It's back. it's I didn't, like I didn't, I didn't mess with the profiles, but it is noticeably quieter. Noticeably quieter. Yeah. Like, I am a quiet PC person. Generally, I yeah. like my PCs quiet. I don't know how you survived because I mostly with, play with headphones. With your, on, so I, I don't know. hear it. It makes sense, but I would be. I'd come over and be like, uh, "What is this jet engine over here?" <laughs> yeah, We're, we won't talk about uh, somebody else's PC. Who? When I was talking to them the other day, because I was like, "Hey." Can you hop in Discord so I can try to make sure my audio stuff is still broken? Because, full alert, this podcast might sound like shit. More running, so than usual. We're running on... Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> the content's probably still the same quality, but the audio quality might be different. Uh, we're running on our, our same like hardware, but because I swapped stuff in the PC, I lost settings and certain things. So we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants. Um, but I was talking to him, and he's like, uh yeah, I can't hop in Discord, but oh cool, you swapped a PC. Like, what'd you do? And then he's like, "Yeah, mine's running at max all the time." Fans, why would someone do that? And I was like, "Do you need help?" <laughs> I want to just be like, I don't know, I don't know what to do other than say like, because uh, he's like, hey, "You don't think there's anything I could do for like cooling or whatever?" I was like, "If you're running at full max, I think there's probably potentially a lot you can do for cooling." <laughs> <laughs> That's so terrible. All right, gamers to podcast. Start putting an air conditioner in your yeah. room, and then just 
directly at your computer. <laughs> There's a thing called liquid nitrogen. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> just bathe your computer in it. Oh, uh, anyway, yes, sorry. Gamers who podcast. Believe that's it or this. Not. Uh, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interests. Peak. Like I learned, we were talking about it earlier. I did not know that Bluetooth got its name and symbol from a Viking king, which should be obvious, but there's a lot. Let me tell you another thing that should have been obvious this is that true. I put did, two and you, two together. You did say you learned a lot today, and then you didn't elaborate. I say I say you learned a lot, but really it's like, oh, that's an obvious thing I should have known, but I just never connected those two okay. things. I said, I we were, we were leaving lunch, and I said, ah, back to the old grindstone. And I was like, wait a second. The grind refers to back to the old grindstone. Right. I've never put those two things together. Right. It's just that nobody's old enough to say grindstone anymore. Grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. Getting old. There. Somebody just wooed outside. <laughs> <laughs> Must be having a good night. <laughs> They're like, this weather's great. <laughs> Woo! There was, there was no way the podcast could hear that, but I audibly heard somebody outside just go, Woo! <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, all right. I want to get right into new releases. So I'm going to just not tangent and get right to it. Yes. But I also need to shout out Dewey. Yeah. Because. Do Daddy. Do Daddy. The one and only. Mm-hmm. Do Stir. King of the Do. Mountain Do Me. The. When <laughs> uh, he was like, I don't understand how I. He's like, I start talking, and I forget what I was saying halfway through it, and you guys do tangents, and somehow always come right back to the point. And I want to say, shout out Dewey for noticing that, but also, thanks to Matt for writing a document, because if he didn't, we would never get back to it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. (laughs) And shout out to how I'm about to do these new releases in a fun new way. Ooh. That's not true. Oh, okay. I'm just going to talk for longer than I should about two of them. Okay. We're going to start with number one, Beyond the Long Night for PC. You know, uh, never mind. I'll, I'll, I'll shame him after this. Number okay. two, Suffer the Night for PC. Now, Suffer the Night, a thing you and I do frequently. Yes. Just in general. Mm-hmm. But in this context. Suffer life, really. Well, you know, it's true. But I don't think they can make a game for that because, well, we're already playing it. And there's no Kojima. <laughs> Suffer the Night uh, is a first-person survival horror experience alone in a secluded cabin during a violent storm. Horror illustrator Stacy Linden discovers the true meaning of fear. Explore a constantly changing world and solve puzzles. But above all, survive. That was like a dramatic reading. I'll make the next one even better. Oh, Jesus. Number three, Desktop Dungeons Rewind for the PC. Desktop Dungeons Rewind. See what I did there? Rewind. Yeah. Be you kind. Rewind. There you go. Good job. D- now you're... And I'm the old fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Disney Speedstorm for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. And number five, God of Rock. Not to be confused with Bluetooth. (laughs) God of Rock is not a Viking name, but God of Rock is available on PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. And 
the god of rock has gathered universe's greatest musicians to clash for musical supremacy. Battle to the beat by hitting notes in rhythm and unleash harmonic attacks against opponents in this competitive rhythm fighting game hybrid. I can't even imagine what this looks like. It looks like, because I did look at it. Okay. It looks like Capcom Street Fighter style things with two guitar frets in front of your fighters. Oh. One in front of each and like... You know, got to match the beats. So it's pretty, like... It's pretty much what you think. Yeah. Believe it or not. Hmm. Let's talk about number six. One that you couldn't even begin to expect. Minecraft Legends. It's officially here. I thought that was out already. Game Pass, Game Pass. No, Minecraft Dungeons was out already. Minecraft Legends is out now. I miss the days when there was just Minecraft. On PC, PlayStation. God, he's so old. PC <laughs> PlayStation Xbox. Get off my game lawns. <laughs> PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and the Switch for Minecraft Legends. Do you remember what Minecraft Legends is? I didn't write the description down. I, only I don't. I really don't. Legends was the one where they had like that weird open world adventure thing with the zombies all showing up and going through the nether port. It was like the 3D top-down isometric 2D. Oh, yeah. This is the one that was like actual like weird like mini stories. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Legends, one might call them. By God, he's done it. <laughs> Number seven, Puzzle Quest 3 for the PlayStation and Xbox. Oh, God. Numbers 8 through 13. Actually, no, 8 through 14 are Final Fantasy 1 through 6 Pixel Remaster for the PlayStation and Switch. I'm not reading all of those. That's That's a fair play. Number 15, Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores DLC for PlayStation. That Matt forgot was out. I did not. I downloaded it. I started that, that playing Matt it. Matt downloaded it and hasn't played. I started playing it. Well, holy shit. You are throwing me curveballs. I balls. started playing it and then I quit after 30 minutes because I realized why I fucking disliked the second game. Oh, go oh, wow. All right. I'm going to finish it. It was just one of those things where I was like, I don't, I'm not, me- I'm not in a place yeah, mentally. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those mental problems. Yeah, <laughs> lots of those. <laughs> Number 16, Survival Fountain of Youth for the PC. Do you think Survival Fountain of Youth means you just kill youthful people to stay young? I hope so. FBI, open up. <laughs> Number 17, Tesla Grad 2 for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. You're a graduate of Tesla. The second time. Number 18, Ereses for the PC. Sounds good to me. All right, cool. We like that. Number 19, Haven Dock for the PC. Number 20, Stray Blade for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Number 21, Tin Hearts for the Switch. Number 22, Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp for the Switch. One on here I actually might play. Ooh. I did like Advance Wars back in the day. So, curious to see how the remaster actually, like, checks out. Number 23, Dead Island 2. It's real. It is real. For the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Number 24, Hope's End for the PC, which is what everybody is currently hoping is that this list is over, except for number 25, Volcano Princess for the PC. Do you throw the princess in the volcano? No, she lives in the volcano. Oh. 
you'd just be throwing her home. Weirdly convenient for her. Throwing home. That could be a video game. That could also just be the a chapter in... Going home? No, I was trying to think of... What's the fucking movie dude that does a lot of documentaries? Ken Burns? That could just be an episode in a Ken Burns baseball documentary. It could be. Could be Ken Burns. I like Ken Burns. I like all his documentaries. Have you watched the baseball one? You know what's funny? I love Ken Burns documentaries. Getting into baseball. For whatever godforsaken reason, have not watched the baseball Ken Burns documentary. It's an ambitious crossover, let me tell you. It, I'm, I've heard it's really good. Yeah. And then he added to it at one point as well. Yeah, he put up a one sometime in the, like the mid-2000s or yeah. late 2000s. I believe it was called the ninth inning. Yeah. Covering a little bit more of the modern. Yeah, yeah. You know another hobby that Ken Burns is into? <laughs> oh, you are going to open up that door for me to walk through? Quilts. Hmm, I was going to say foot porn. He might be. <laughs> you never know. Um, like quilting or quilts? Um, two, I, I don't can, know if you realize I consider this. those two different things. I don't know if you know this, but quilts is has a serious subculture, specifically um, like antique quilts. There's a there's a huge subculture around. Let that. me hit you up with a. You're damn right. I knew that. Okay. Let me learn you something more. Okay. You ever been in that fucking building at the state fair? Yeah. Yeah. How do you? Obviously, there's a thing around antique yeah. quilts. It's a whole fucking place yeah. about it. Well, they that's a, what he's into. They dedicated a whole building there. Yeah. You want to know what I'm not into? Quilts. Antique quilts. Antique quilts. I like a good quilt. Keeps you warm. I get you it, but I don't is, get it. You want to know what the specific problem to me is though? You're always warm. I'm a fucking microwave. Yeah. You put things in me, they get warm. My thing is I don't I understand the I understand the idea of antique quilts. I, I got it. Saying that. What I don't understand is the some of the prices that I've heard for what these quilts um garner. While we're in the conversation of absolutely nothing to do with video games and antique quilts, here's the part that confuses me, right? Okay. Because what would you consider an antique quilt? Not not like what literally is it? It's a fucking quilt. I don't know. I antique. That's the other thing. I have no idea. But like, what what do you do with it? You display it, right? I guess, yeah. So it, it, treat it like artwork, right? Yeah. You want to know what I would never do with a quilt? Treat it like artwork. Right. I kind of want to use it. I know. They it's have just, a functional purpose. It's just like the, you know, like collecting things. I never quite understood collecting things, but, you know, it's just to each their own, I guess. I'm not going <laughs> to. It's oh, fine. Nope. <laughs> I've been mean to you enough already. I'm good. Oh, what do I What do I collect? Half-finished projects. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> That's like me trying to, like, find something that, you To know. collect? Yeah. It's, <laughs> I'm trying to fill that gaping hole in my soul that... That doesn't. That will never be filled. You're doing the old. Uh, oh, I can't. I can't remember what the. It's not a parable. Like the old story of the the rich man that always is just trying to buy the. Oh thing yeah, to yeah. Figure yep. out what what he's missing. Mm-hmm. Basically, the money can't buy happiness. Thing. Yep. Yep. Which is not true. We all know that's not true. Yeah. No. Um, where were we going with life? To number one, believe it. Number or one. Right. Okay. Number one into the news. Number one, Sega has announced it is set to buy Rovio Entertainment in a deal worth $776 million. 
The logic behind the deal involves utilizing Rovio's expertise to accelerate Sega's IP in the mobile space. IP such as Sonic the Hedgehog, which has been which has seen some mobile success already. Uh, it matches Sega's planned strategy around enhancing and expanding its brands globally. Rovio has struggled to develop additional IP beyond the Angry Birds brand, and this would provide the company with new franchises to work with. Sega also believes it can utilize its experience maintaining and growing the Sonic brand to help extend and grow the Angry Birds IP. I would like to put a stake in the ground and say that I think this is going to turn out to be a colossal failure. I... I would agree with you. I just like them saying we want to accelerate Sega's mobile IP, and then they go such as Sonic. And eh. but you know what? I'd love you to name another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, now they have Angry Birds. It's not Sonic's IP. That's not Sega's IP. I mean, it will be. It, is, like, it is now. No, but that's not. You're not expanding that. That already yeah. exists. Anyways, oh, well. let's move on right to number two. Forty-five percent. Of the roughly 1,200 gamers surveyed in the low bodies, <laughs> annual digital media trend study want to see more games licensed from other screen properties. 44% of gamers decided to play a specific video game after watching certain TV shows or movies. 49% of gamers say they often discover new music while playing video games. 40% of Gen Z, which is people apparently born from 1997 to 2009, and millennials... 1983 to 1996. We are millennials, Matt, officially. Yep. Uh, respondents say they socialize more via video games than in the physical world. you damn right. <laughs> 49% of these two age brackets also feel better about their self-image in video games. Don't know what that means. And 73% said experiencing success in video games boosts their self-confidence. And hey, if you're wondering why I'm arrogant, by comparison, only 19% of Gen X which is 1966 to 1982, and boomers, 1947 to 1965, and matures, 1946 and before, we called those also old fucks, <laughs> feel better about their self-image, while 47% have more self-confidence after experiencing success in games. Uh, as soon as you... <laughs> As soon as you start to say we like the whole sentence, we we also call. I was like, please say old fox, please say old fox. <laughs> it's also wild to me that they managed to so in twelve hundred people, right? Yeah, that they, they get managed, all those age groups. They managed to get everyone from some from technically from nineteen forty six to two thousand nine. They covered a gap. Mm-hmm. That's massive. Yeah. All right. Let's break these some of these down real quick. And in order to do those percents, that means they had to get multiple people from each age range. Yep. So they're saying 49% of gamers say they often discover new music while playing video games. Which is definitely true. I've, I've mm-hmm. experienced You, that. I think you're a good example of that. Um, Dude, the Strokes, Brooklyn Bridge to Chorus or whatever. I fucking it's the first two that are wild to me that I'm like, or well, actually, no, the first one. No, first two. Okay. 45% of the 1,200 gamers surveyed say that they want to see more games licensed from other screen properties. Now, I believe that for the sake of for the sake of this document we'll say it's like 500 people. Mm-hmm. 
They did have a bunch of stats that went into casual gamers and hardcore gamers as well. Which, And I'll give you context. The split for the 1,200 people that said they were casual versus um, hardcore. hardcore was like 60-something percent casual and 30-something hardcore. So I'll tell you right now, I'm betting the casual market probably holds the majority of the percent saying about uh, more licensed things. Now, the only reason I can think that they're saying that is because they're the group that was like, oh, man, Last of Us. Oh, I played The Last of Us or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. They they had that because everybody remembers like all the Star Wars problems and other ones where it's like, oh, God, they made a bunch of deal bad deals and we got bad products. Yeah. And then the second stat, which was 44% of gamers decided to play a specific video game after watching certain TV shows or movies. Right. Which is, again, also funny that that's not also 49%. Yeah. Well, I guess the other 5% could go the other way. Yeah. Um, I think it's also very interesting to me of the old, the older crowd mm-hmm. that they say 19% of... Gen X boomers and old fox. Nineteen percent of them feel better about their self image from playing video games. From yeah, from playing video games or by but playing like, video games. Yeah, I don't know. I, I still don't know what how they justify that. Like what are they or like how they determine what that means? I don't know either. Yeah, I mean, I get like, the idea. Like representation or I don't know. You think old people are portrayed in a good light in video games? Like I don't know what they. I get. I kind of see that as like a satisfaction thing. Like you get some tangible satisfaction from video games. from playing video games. Yeah, sure. I can. I guess I can see that. But only nineteen percent. That seems something like- more than entertainment. I guess okay. would be what I'm thinking. But um, then follow that up with the second part of that in the older category, where forty seven percent of older people have more self confidence after experience success in games. I find that funny. Because that also goes in line with, or that doesn't go in line with younger people at 73% success. So it's like old people are like, ah, just the game. Yeah. Young people are like, nah, nah, I'm making a career out of this. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm hot shit. Exactly. <laughs> old people are going, yeah, another day in the office. No, we're fine. I don't know. Weird stats. Did you uh, have any thoughts on do you do you have any disagreements with how they categorized the um the eras like gen z so. millennials or anything like that because some I, of I that can be pretty contentious I, i'm sure but i also don't think that that's i don't i don't think digital media trends mm-hmm. or whoever the the lottie whatever i don't think they're the ones that set those age brackets no i don't I think, think so they're either. just pulling them from whoever set them so like mm. I, what am i how am i gonna i know of a few people who like try to avoid being labeled a millennial at all costs, even though they don't understand how, like, can I, I can probably guess who they are. Probably. Probably. I, I get why, Mm -hmm. because I think, so here's, yeah, here's my two cents. The old two center. (laughs) Still got my figures. Um, you know what that's from, right? Like why that's a thing? <laughs> why I don't know why it's a thing. Uh, I believe it was because archers to the king because they still oh, had their fingers. Oh, they still their fingers. I did know that. I yes. did know that. Uh, We're doing the. 
I don't know what is this called something Brit- British middle finger is what yeah I, the British I middle finger where you put it. the two fingers up in the air kind of with a little I can't wrist really, whip two finger salute I don't remember what it's necessarily yeah. called um, but the anyway anyway <laughs> derailed so hard um, the differences in the age thing and like being called a millennial and whatever is I think people when they initially they used millennial derogatory for a very long time yeah so now it's just associated with everything and so now it's all associated with everything mm-hmm. and the people that they i i do truly believe this and this is not me projecting that i'm not a millennial because i am one technically by the that graph is that the age group that they were arguing about is actually gen z gen z yeah but gen z is not anywhere near as cool and fun to say as millennial yeah we all know that's true yeah Millennial got the sweet nickname. Yeah. You got Boomers was a sweet nickname. Baby yep. Boom. Yep. Cool thing. Now, okay, Boomer, you know, mm-hmm. old person. Mature. We all know you're old fucks. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a guarantee. Yep. That's fair. And then what was the other one that was the old one? Oh, Gen X. Yeah. Which is also like a cool thing. Mm-hmm. But then they went Millennial and then Gen Z because they're like, ah, oh, we don't know anymore. <laughs> We're running out of shit. Millennial doesn't even make sense in that context. That's the it worst doesn't. part about it. It doesn't. Then it's I don't know. Which I think is also part of the problem with Millennial being that cutoff is that everybody wants it to be like five to four more years longer than it is. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to yank that 2,000 babies and be like, you're a Millennial. Yeah. You're the problem in this society. And it, You know who really hates Millennials? Boomers. Yeah. Anyway. Which is their kids. It might be their grandkids. Yeah, that's true. Because Boomers, I think, it's, this Boomer, Boomers covers a good chunk. Yeah, it does. Yeah, 47 to 65. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty substantial chunk. Yeah. Post-war up to three more wars. <laughs> yep. A lot of wars. A lot, a lot of, of wars, lot of wars in their window. <laughs> yeah, because Gen X would be their kids. Yeah. Um. Anyways, let's let's talk about more shit that's not interesting um welcome to the game of podcast <laughs> the paris court of appeals Ooh. everyone's oh, favorite topic oh you're doing this in french has sided with nintendo in a dispute with share hosting website operator d storage it's <laughs> a great name uh nintendo they they store d's <laughs> nintendo released a statement saying so that did my ex-wife <laughs> whoa <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo released a statement saying the court ruled the storage was liable for failing to remove or block access to pirated copies on Nintendo games distributed via a file hosting website. That was a weird sentence. Uh, the Court of Appeals has now ordered D-Storage to pay $486,000 to the Nintendo in compensation, as well as $27,000 to cover legal fees. That's not the worst um, financial thing we've seen them rake somebody for. Oh, we're... We're getting there. There's another one. Might be later on. Yeah, I skipped it. I skipped. Oh a... yeah, you do skip a story. Okay, never mind. <laughs> we'll talk about that one later. <laughs> um, yeah, where are the games? We put them in the storage. If we put them in the storage, the key no, no, to no, open no. the storage is the D. Hey, yeah. Uh, not surprising though. I don't, I don't think I'm surprised by that. It, yeah. It goes speaking along of with... speaking of flesh keys. Have you seen <laughs> Have you seen the new uh biometric gun that everyone's talking about there? Yes. They've been fl- they've been going around with biometric guns for a year like for pro- yeah, for a while, for, for decades, for like all the long decades. Time. Um 
I ignored this one because it, it was it kept showing up on a YouTube feed and I ignored it for the exact reason that you just said, the sentiment you just had there. And then NPR talked about it and I was like, well, now it's if it's hit the mainstream media, then it, there's got to be something to this fucking Can thing. NPR be considered mainstream media? I think so. Mainstream. Well, what's mainstream media anymore? Because there's nothing that hit, that hits both sides. No, no, I know, but like I think when somebody says mainstream media, they just mean like super popular, like your CNN, your Fox, your MSNBC, like oh the mainstream media. It's like mm. all the stuff that you would find on cable. Like yeah, I guess you so. flip through the first three channels and then boom, there's that. C-SPAN, I guess, would be in theory <laughs> mainstream media, but like I guess. Believe it or not, I believe NPR is on there, Nate. Is it? Yeah. Is it kind of a big deal? I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's like I, I like if I go downstairs, I can't get it on my TV. Well, no, it's not like but, on TV. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I, it's not like I can pull up Fox and listen to this boomer over here being like, "Oh, it's not news if it's not on TV." It's <laughs> not what I said. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, calling the kettle black. Over here. Uh, oh, let's talk about God. Monster Hunter before we talk about more money. <laughs> Money, money, money. Number four, Capcom's Monster Hunter will be the next series to get the Niantic treatment with location, which means eventually it will die. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pokemon Go is still going. It's the only one. Harry Potter's killed. Yeah, it doesn't count. And the Lego one's dead, I think. They did a Lego one? I don't think Niantic did, but they did okay. do a Lego one. Minecraft they did. Yeah, but it's Niant- Niantic is fitty-fitty right now, right? They're fitty-fitty. They haven't done any more than those two? No, they have more than those. Anyway, let's talk about it. Niantic Treatment with location-based game Monster Hunter now launching for mobile later this year. So not now. This is a terrible name. <laughs> yeah. The game will be developed and published by Niantic and is due to arrive on the iOS App Store and Google Play in September. Registrations are now open for the beta test, which will kick off on Tuesday, April 25th. Monster Hunter now builds upon the formula of previous Niantic titles, such as Pokemon Go, and no other titles. With a series of monsters <laughs> placed around the real world via the in-game map. During a press briefing, Niantic's chief product officer, K. Kawai, said Monster Hunter is a perfectly natural fit for the company's style of games. The game has been in development for just under four years. Wow, that's a long time. And Niantic has taken steps to try to differentiate the new title from Pokemon Go, which we will wait to talk about until its release i had a choice you and the did, choice you, was you had a stroke at the end of the sentence no i had a choice <laughs> and the choice was either to parrot everything they said to that pokemon the game go. would be different from pokemon go or make the smarter of the two choices which was wait to actually see what they fucking do <laughs> because i don't believe them first off no uh, because as far as i'm concerned they need to merge what they did with Harry Potter and Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Just because Pokemon Go is just, you know, capture, capture, capture. Yeah. Like battles are kind of like raids or whatever, you know. You need to put a little bit more thought into it, which is where the Harry Potter part comes in. Because their combat was a little bit more thought through. Uh. So, it sounds like that's what they did. Yeah. But, I don't, I will believe it when I see it. I will also believe if it can last two years. Yeah. I don't know that it can. Monster has got a lot of games. 
It does. I, and I think this is going to be one of those cases where I think, um, I think it'll be popular in, in Asia, the Asia market, but I don't know if it'll be super popular in North America. I would agree with that probably. All right. We're going to do, uh, a little rewind back to Nintendo. What the, what the, what the rewind? With the number five, the leader of piracy group Team Executor, Gary Bowser, has been released from federal prison for good behavior. How is his name Gary Bowser? I, He's a supervillain. He's meant to be an Nintendo supervillain. Gary, your, your nemesis in Pokemon, Bowser. Mario's nemesis. Nintendo, you tell me what the problem is. His name, clearly. Uh, as reported by Torrent Freak, he was released early from a 40-month sentence he received last year for hacking Nintendo Switch consoles. Due to his involvement, Bowser has also <laughs> Bowser was also ordered to pay Nintendo damages of $14.5 million. In a recent interview, Bowser explained that he has paid $175 so far in restitution. I actually felt bad for this guy after I read a little bit of the interview. Because basically he had said he paid $175 towards restitution. And that the agreement basically is that um, Nintendo isn't allowed to take more than 20, I think 20 to 35% of his income a year. So I immediately was like, wow, that's really depressing. This dude's going to be paying off this. Until he dies. Yeah. He, he probably won't make it. Like, uh, he'll die well before he gets to, yeah, yeah, no, sure. to $14.5 million, unless he Wins becomes wildly successful at something. Other than, well, he wasn't really successful at hacking Nintendo consoles, clearly. Oh, my God. I just love it. the fact that it's just like Bowser's got to pay Nintendo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're like you can't you can't have the name Gary Bowser and mess with Nintendo. It's like the one company you can't go after. You only got one choice and that's to work for a Nintendo. And someone already fucking had that idea. Yeah, imagine if it was him and Doug in the comp and they're like the- <laughs> they're like sitting across from each other across from each other at a long conference table and being like you know what you did. Oh, Nintendo. I want to see their, like, <laughs> their, their, like, line on their accounting shit where it's, like, money they get from people that they've successfully sued is probably bigger than all the other the, game the companies. The pie chart is money from lawsuits mixed with Mario. And yeah. Money from lawsuits edges it out by, like, <laughs> 51%. <laughs> uh uh, all right, let's talk about number six, Playdate, the indie games handheld that can be controlled by a hand crank. Crank sold over 50,000 units since last year, with 27,000 already shipped to customers. The firm said that the rest are expected to ship by the end of the year, and that the total is more than double its initial expectations. Playdate was announced in 2019 with plans to supply users with seasons of 24 games, developed by a range of notable indies and other game makers. It has since added uh, an on-device store catalog so players can purchase individual titles. 
I don't remember what this thing is. If you saw a photo of it, you probably would. Um, I feel like I remember the hand crank thing because I started laughing like it was an old jalopy. Yeah. Yeah. I got oh, it. Hold on. <laughs> Can you imagine it dying like right as you're at like a boss or something? Can you imagine it dying and you're on the subway? Everybody's just like, what the fuck's this guy doing up here? cranking over there? And you're like, yeah. I got to power this thing back up. Uh, I was about to face Bowser. I don't, I don't know. Cool, I guess. Don't get it, but. I'm lazy. If the cost is the same as a Steam Deck, I don't understand. I think it's like $200. Like, I don't think... too much. Yeah. Also, the Steam Deck no longer on my want list. Interesting. Why? Uh, It can't play Night City Republic. Ooh, RIP. You know what else can't play Night City Republic? Switch, so you're fine. Or anything else, because they stopped remaking it. That's, well... Yeah. You could. I'm sure you could. It could play Knights of the Old Republic. You just have to get an emulator. Maybe, but it it says on like it. It's not one of those things where it's unverified. It's straight up not compatible. Mm, interesting. So yet, yet exactly. It does say that. <laughs> it specifically says not compatible. Dot, 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 yet. Yeah, basically, it's like you know we're working on it. We're work, you know everyone's we're always working on it. No, you're We're not. All trying to find the guy. No, you're not. You're in the corner, fucking doing coke or something. Hey, that's what I did before this podcast. Whoa. All right. Speaking of old fucks, um, number seven, the AARP has released the results of its latest fifty-plus gamer of today and tomorrow survey. A survey of nearly seventy-eight hundred people conducted last June and July found that forty-five percent of those aged. 50 and over played video games at least once a month. That's slightly up from the 44% reported in 2019 and more significantly over the 38% who played when the first version of the poll was conducted in 2016. I just want to be clear. Did you, did you fucking write this article to the point where you said 45% is slightly up from 44%? (laughs) Sure did. You're going to really love when I tell you, um, (laughs) Let me, I'll finish. Let me finish. My bad. My bad. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying the best off the way. <laughs> uh, I lost my place. Okay. There, are, uh, there was more noticeable growth in how much time those 50-plus gamers spent playing. In the 2019 poll, they averaged 8.5 hours a week over uh, six months. The 2022 poll, they found that the average had grown to 12 hours. Older gamers, ga- older gamers also skew heavily to mobile platforms, with 84% saying they played on mobile compared to 28% on console, and 21% on smart home technology. So smart TVs, digital media players, and home assistants. Computers, laptops, and tablets were slumped together, slumped, lumped, <laughs> slumping. Lumped together in a separate category with 53% of respondents saying they played on them as well. See, so I, I would love to actually see this. In so you want to know the kicker to this survey. Ooh. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hold on. You already told me it was 7,800 people. Um, does, are you not skeptical of the fact that it's the, the percentages are so high for 50 plus people? People who are 50 plus. That should be your first clue. Like, do you, can you believe that 40 something percent of people who are 50 plus play video games on average 12 hours a week? Out of 7,800 people? Yes. So I guess what you're alluding to is that there's nobody over 60 on this poll. <laughs> what I'm alluding to is what they consider a video game. Oh, well, I figured that with the mobile thing or yeah. like Facebook games. And so they consider anything, my Farmville and anything digital. So if it's, if you're playing a word game or a word puzzle or Sudoku on, <laughs> yeah, I butchered that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> just, just the like, look, I gave him like, what the fuck you just <laughs> Um, you switched I'm, letters around. I did. <laughs> My tongue did some weird shit there too. It felt really weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they consider that a video game. I wonder if they consider. I. You know what I wonder? Hmm. Do they consider gambling a video game? That's a like, good question. Like genuine, genuinely curious. If if you had a fifty plus year old person sitting in front of a slot, do they count that? That is a good question. I doubt it, but I could see where you could argue that it would be. Because you know. a lot of those fucks do that. <laughs> they just sit in casinos all day. Uh, I, once I read to the point of where they were like, they considered word games, video games, I was like, well, this whole survey is fucking pointless. I, I can understand it, though, because like, I guess when I say, when they say word games, if it was like words with friends, I get it. Mm-hmm. No, it's but if like, it was, if it was, a crossword. Yeah. Like I'm doing the digital New York Times crossword. You're like, you're just doing a fucking crossword, man. Yeah. I'm not counting that. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on, Frank. Come on, you old fucks. <laughs> uh, terrible. <laughs> I also wish I had the true Venn diagram for 84% being on mobile. Because I just want to see like the accurate pie representation of eighty four percent on mobile, but there's a twenty eight percent overlap to somewhere of them also like a percent of that also playing on console, hmm. and then a percent of all of that somehow also playing on a smart TV, 
but then there's also another puzzle where some part of three of those bubbles are all also participating on a PC. Because those those four percentages of what is it, 83, 24, 21, and 53? 84, 28, 21, and 53. I'm no math whiz, but they don't need to add up to 100. So clearly it was a... Never does. Clearly it was a pick all the boxes that'll apply to you moment. Yeah. And people were like, well, I check Facebook on my phone and my and my computer. So <sighs> these farm bills aren't going to farm themselves. Farmville. God damn. Let's move to number eight. Farmville was the turning point. Of what? The world going from, to from shit. What? <laughs> I say from what to what? <laughs> the world going to shit. You want to know what? I would argue that that was not the turning point. And I would argue instead that Farmville 2 was the turning point. <laughs> Farmville 1 so we're was, still off on... Farmville uh, 1 was innocent. We were fine. We were all enjoying Farmville. It was a great time. Hey, invite my farm... Oh, come do this little task. I never... Oh, cool. I never enjoyed Farmville. I never partook of the forbidden fruit. I partook. I'm, I'm going to lie about it. Yeah, I uh, ate the apple. What you going to do? The snake said so. So... I played a little bit, but, you know, it was that... Yeah. Every oh hey yeah make sure you check into my farm and claim my stuff oh cool thanks all right you know it was the beginning of online friend building and then they went we can greed you greedy motherfucker we're gonna make a second one and you're gonna do it all again and then there we go that was over yeah turning point was Farmville too number eight during a hearing held this week at the House of Representatives FTC Chair Lena Khan was questioned by Diana Harshbarger. What a con. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the con's good. Diana Harshbarger has a harsh last name. <laughs> she, she does. <laughs> a Republican rep from Tennessee, Harshbarger. <laughs> I can't read that name. <laughs> uh, Harshbarger asked the FTC chair why they were siding with Sony, a dominant player in the high-end console market, over Microsoft on the Activision Blizzard deal. Here's the exchange. Oh, God, this is actually quotes uh, from Harshberger. I'd say we can all agree that competition law isn't supposed to protect a dominant player. In light of that, I find it curious that the FTC is taking action to protect Sony, which has 68% of the global market for high-end video gaming consoles, from competition and attempting to block Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard. As you know, Sony has been the most vocal opponent of that deal, and remarkably, the FTC has sided with Sony, can you please explain why that seems to be a good idea? FTC Chair Khan. This case also has been voted out and is in administrative proceedings, so I'll let the complaint speak for itself. I would say, as a general matter, we always really benefit from hearing market participants across the board, including big players, but at the end of the day, we always make our own independent judgments based on the law and the facts. The old PR response. It is the PR response, but I, I, what do they mean when she says uh, the the case has also been voted out and is in administrative proceedings? Does that mean they've already kind of like moved on? I guess. I don't know what that means either, but I don't know. Like, I know how these things are supposed to work. We all I know don't that. know how they actually work. No one does. I know that's kind of the problem. Everybody knows what should happen, and then nobody does it. Yeah. It's the problem. All right, well, hey, there's your weekly Activision Blizzard news. 
featuring the FTC. I see what you fucking did. <laughs> I see what you did. You thought you got away with that. Absolutely not. Uh, I'm watching you from over here. <laughs> this, this guy was scary. It's scarier because you can still hear me. I don't know. They might not be able to. I, I, yeah, maybe not. It'd be funny. Oh. <laughs> it's just dead silence for a while. <laughs> and me talking to myself. They're yeah. like, oh, he's coming for me. Um, oh, no. <laughs> number nine. Warner Bros. Games has suddenly announced Harry Potter Quidditch Champions, a fast-paced multiplayer game dedicated to the fictional sport of the Harry Potter world. Got something to say over there? Who gives a shit? Sorry. Okay. Uh, the game has been developed in secret for the past several years by Unbroken Studios. That's you're really tempting bait there. A Los Angeles-based team of veterans who has previously worked on the post-apocalyptic. Oh my God, sweet Jesus! What is happening to my mouth hole? Post-apocalyptic battle royale game, Fractured Lands, and is a co-developer on Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League. As we both know, two greatly successful games. <laughs> Wildly successful. Harry Potter, Quidditch, Ch- Quidditch. Oh, my God. It's today's the day. Today's the day. I rip my tongue out and slap it up against the wall and then run into that wall at as quick as I can head first. <laughs> Anyways, Harry Potter, Quidditch champions will begin limited t- playtesting this weekend on April 21st and 22nd. Signups are available on the official website. The game will allow the creation of custom players, and you'll be able to play with your friends online. Uh, how do you feel about Quidditch Champions? I'll need to see it. I mean, it, it's the easy logic. Like, if you're like, oh, what do they do next? I don't know, make a Quidditch game because they didn't have it in Legacy? Yeah. Okay. Then you'd be like, yep. Right, okay. Kind of explains why it wasn't in there. Yeah, kind of. Uh, Speaking of Harry Potter, a Warner Bros. Games senior brand manager confirmed that Hogwarts Legacy sales were 256% higher than they expected. I feel like that's because they expected incorrectly. I uh, fucking agree. (laughs) I read that and I was like, you idiots. You You idiots. (laughs) 256% 256% is a massive number to be off by. Yeah. You done fucked up your accounting books. Yeah. That's like IRS. Investigate. Investigate. Them. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about number 10. As part of the Division Day live stream that I did not watch, Ubisoft Massive revealed new information about what's coming to the Division 2 and the upcoming games Heartland and Resurgence. The it's develop- kind of untrue. It's an untrue statement. You'll see why. Okay. The developers shared a detailed year five roadmap for The Division 2, which consisted of four seasons. If you're interested, then go check it out. Ubisoft then moved on to discuss The Division Heartland, the free-to-play PC console spinoff game spearheaded by Red Storm. It was revealed that all gameplay sessions in Heartland will start and end in Silver Creek's Rocket Rink base of operations, where players can socialize, craft supplies, and prepare their bag before venturing out into the contaminated town. They'll select the class they wish to use between weapons expert, medic, and survivalist, each bringing a unique ability to the table. During nighttime, Silver Creek becomes even more dangerous due to its PvEVP gameplay. 
No release dates were provided as the developers stressed they are still gathering feedback from the game's ongoing closed tests. Lastly, the mobile game The Division Resurgence is moving on to the next phase of its test this summer in select territories, and that's all we're going to talk about. Yeah. Was that, that the lie? Yeah, that was the... Gotcha. They didn't really talk about the mobile yeah, game. Yeah, no, there's no point talking about it. Yeah. They did... The, there were... The roadmap for The Division was pretty detailed, but it was like, I'm, I'm you know, what's the point in going over every, every season? I need to see it. Yeah. I need to see Heartland to see if I even want to deal with it. Yeah. And I mean, right now, surprisingly, right now, I'm like, I'm on the fence about it because, like, I obviously it's an Ubisoft game. They've burned us many times, especially. Lately. But this one sounds like it it has potential to be interesting. It, it's partially what I've been asking for. Mm-hmm. Partially. Yeah. Not fully. I want fucking Division One back. Yeah, I like it, I do think all right, so I, I do think them bailing I don't know if bailing's the right word. I think they should have stuck with division one far longer than they did and support it more. I think that's true, but I also think they could have done that same sentiment of supporting it more or whatever by doing division two correctly. Yeah. Division two or division one held so much promise, and then division two kind of fell flat. Yeah. Um as far as D2 kind of was like, hey, you know all that stuff we did? Fuck it. Yeah. Let her in. Fuck it. Let's just take the skeleton and make Frankenstein's fucking monster out of it. Yeah. It's so annoying. I, I constantly have that, like, every once in a while I'll have that desire to be like, man, I kind of want to play The Division. Mm-hmm. But then I realize I don't have free time. And I cry a little bit. Nah. And then I... Um, hope that other people are enjoying their time playing video games. And I cry a little bit more. The 50 plus year olds are. Yeah. Old fucks in their old fuck homes. I mean, you could just, you know, do what they do. Do a crossword or something. Oh, that's not where I my head went. <laughs> I was going to say. I wasn't uh, going to say contract chlamydia. Like I, that's what I was going <laughs> Like you're a goddamn koala. Uh, it's scary that you just knew right away where I was coming with that. <laughs> well, because other than koalas, the only other place that STDs are rampant is in there. Gotta have them orgies. Can we not? Um, have orgies, I mean. Yeah. Number 11. PlayStation Ew. has agreed to acquire Firewalk Studios. The AAA multiplayer developer that is working on a live service game for PS5 and PC. If the name sounds familiar, it's because Sony had already announced it would be publishing Firewalk's first game back in April of 2021. It is the third dedicated live service game studio that PlayStation has acquired over the last 18 months alongside Bungie and Haven Studios. Hey, I have a question for you before I continue on. Of those three studios... How many of them have a video game? What were my three options? Firewalk Studio. Okay. Bungie. Okay. Haven Studios. Ooh. One. How many of those studios have released a game since Sony has acquired them? None. Okay. Just checking. I'm not counting Beyond Light as a game. Because it's an expansion. It doesn't. It doesn't count. I think that's fair. 
How many uh, of these studios will exist once Jay Draven leaves? <laughs> How long? <laughs> How long will any of these studios exist before? I mean, if any, most likely, what's going to happen is Haven Studios and Firewalk Studios are going to get folded into Bungie. Um. Anyways, Firewalk was set up in 2018 as part of Probably Monsters, a collective of AAA game developers. It was formed by a number of Bungie veterans, including studio head uh, Tony it, Sue, and it gets better. <laughs> Previously general manager and senior vice president of Destiny at Activision. And game director Ryan Ellis, previously creative director at Bungie. It now has almost 150 employees. Firewalk is the 20th developer to uh, join PlayStation Studios. Now hear me out. Microsoft should sue them. Yeah. Can't be doing acquisitions while you're fighting about acquisitions. Yeah. That's a good point. Acquiring. Well, not letting others acquire. All right, let's just let me get this story out of the way because I fucking keep seeing it everywhere. Number yeah. Number 12. A producer at Blizzard has taken to Twitter to express frustration at a series of departures from the studio, saying the team is making crisis maps of what they can and cannot ship due to so many employees leaving. Senior game designer on World of Warcraft, Allison Steele, chimed in too, attributing at least some of the recent attrition to Blizzard's forced return to office policy. Based on these and other tweets, it appears that many of these departures are impacting the World of Warcraft Dragonflight team. And uh, just for you know, my entire two cents, no shit. Um, you're in the World of Warcraft. Uh, is this is this is there talk of this in the World of Warcraft community? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay. You want to know what the talk is? In, as is most community driven things and you know world of warcraft uh based yes why my spec no good why my spec no good why i not do big damn buff me when's the patch coming out ah fuck you stupid dev <laughs> there you go i nailed it there it is there's 80 percent of your player base right there there it is and then 10 percent that's going i don't even know what the hell's going on i just log in and play again then another 10 percent's going like all right so constructively can we talk about yeah um yeah i don't even know i I mean it's not surprising well it it shouldn't be surprising i mean it's not because it's disappointing it's it's not surprising because blizzard has been doing literally everything they shouldn't do as far as if they wanted to retain their employees have they given you a reason to stay there or want to go work there yeah other than you just like Blizzard games, go work on Blizzard yeah. games. Other than name recognition. Yeah. Is there an actual reason to go work there anymore? I don't know. No. And is there a reason to keep working there if you can find similar compensation somewhere else? And, and work remote. To, and work remote. Like, yeah. None of it, like I said, none of it's surprising to me. It's just kind of sad. Yeah. I think that's fair. It's sad from a, like, fan perspective yeah because it doesn't it doesn't truly impact me yet yeah that's kind of the the downside is you're seeing it i don't know when it's going to hit me yes and you don't know when it's going to hit and you don't know how bad it's going to be you just know it's coming and at some point which sucks because they were on i feel like an upswing with dragonflight yeah or you know they still are they're they're on the we're not an entire shit show like we were last time yeah so they're they're in a restoring mood. But that 
based on like early warning signs is like, ooh, might not be great. Uh oh. Uh oh, stinky. <laughs> uh, should we go into yep. the short things? Like, yeah, that's true. Like my pinky toe. Uh, South Africa has approved. Dude, is your. All Go right. ahead. We want to talk about toes real quick. Yeah, sure. Toes. Get our foot fetish in for the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Is your second toe yes. so big? You know. Yeah. Big toe. Yeah. Is your second toe as long as like your <laughs> big toe is? Like, do you see this right now? I do, and that's not how I have the classic. Uh, is it European? Because there's a whole theory about feet, right? And like. I'm sure there's like a descended thing, like yeah, people yeah. from different. Who knows regions. if it's real or not? I don't know. I don't know. Mine, mine does the the the. Tr- the You're a true slope. True slope. Yeah. True I'm slope. I'm a sloper. I am a, a plateau into a cliff, <laughs> and then a slope. <laughs> yeah, you got like a like a claw there. Like you could you could like grab someone with that side. I eat bananas with my feet. You yeah, that's fair. And just sit around, peel them, and then just kind of like going for it, you know? Yeah. It's it allows me to keep playing games. Feet are weird. Agreed. They are weird. That's all I wanted to bring up because I know there's a, I know it's a whole thing of like everybody has the. You know, I've never the, noticed that you do you do have a really long what what do we what do we call that? A really long second yeah, like toe? you know it's like know. a middle finger, middle toe. Is it a middle toe? Is that? Is it, it's not the middle though. It's not. Well, that's not your middle finger. Well, I guess it is. Yeah, no, you five hands. Include your if thumb you count, if you count the top of the finger. Yeah, which I don't. So that's my confusion there. Ah, yes. Um. I had a teacher that used to point like point. this a lot. And you know was, they did that on purpose. She was too old. I don't think she knew mm. anything. Like, not that she didn't know better, but I think she was just probably that way from when she was seven, which was in the Stone Age. Uh, so that's just how no, she I've, always pointed. And maybe I she had arthritis, wanted, and that was the only good finger she had. Might have been. And I every time I wanted to be in that class, and like if I had to go up to the board, I wanted so badly just to do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, no, I do, I do have a really long that's why I just have big feet for you my do have height. big feet. You do have big feet. I I am average in literally everything. So there you go. Shoe size ten and a half. Shoe size thirteen. Big feet, big socks. Um, Terrible shopping experience. Yeah, really. All I mean, those things. it sucks because like you, I feel you though because you can't find shoes your size, obviously. No, like thirteen is the almost cutoff that they stop. Yeah, they, they stop consistently. Twelve is the last thing that you will find in every shoe. Yeah, and then thirteen's like some shoes if you're in store. See, ten and a half is the shoe size that everyone else is, so it's usually gone. Yeah, yeah, we have to the same problem, just achieve two different ways. Yeah. Uh, number one, South Africa has approved Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard unconditionally. Who has? South Africa. Good to know. They're on our side. (laughs) (laughs) Mark Healy, one of Media Molecule's... (laughs) I don't know. I don't know either. One of Media Molecule's four co-founders... Jesus. ...is leaving the studio. They had four co-founders? Yeah, apparently. Popular studio. Uh, Joseph's... Are they anymore? Ah, no. Dreams... (laughs) Right, exactly. Are they anymore? Nope. Uh, Joseph Staten, Staten, Staten. I don't know. 
uh, who left Halo Studio 343 Industries two weeks ago, announced via Twitter that he is the new creative director at Media Molecule <laughs> Netflix Games. Ooh. Working on an original IP that will debut as a multi-platform AAA title. Jesus. I can still do it. He still got it, guys. He can still fold his fingers up. Um, Microsoft has confirmed that Halo franchise director Frank O'Connor has also left Microsoft. That's kind of a big one. I, there's been a lot of people leaving that Halo team, and it's like, so when you guys kept telling me everything was good and that it was a good game and everything. At this point, it's what Halo team? You know, the Master Chief team. Master Chief Collection team. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bethesda's former Starfield Quest designer Veronica Harbison has jumped ship and its ship has and has and has taken has jumped ship and shit and and has taken a new position at Microsoft's In Exile Entertainment. Is it jumping ship? How does that work? If you just move two doors down, yeah. Like you think it works? Like you think you still have to like. Do you think it's like moving from another company to another company? Or do you think it's like, well, you have, you kind of have like a similar kind of. Um, so it, it's moving to a different company because your paycheck legally changes. Okay. So it's like, not. And your benefits probably change or whatever because you're now part of that other team. But you're still all, you know, under the same brand. Yeah. That's kind of like, like a at weird. The end of the day. The, it's a weird thing. The pyramid at the top is still the same. You just jump to a different branch. Yeah. Does that make sense? You're it dating, does. I'm wondering if it's like feels your... the same where you have to go through all the same stuff. You're dating your cousin. All right. Well, if she's hot. Um, number six. I do not condone you dating your cousin. <laughs> a remote first. I don't see. They wrote this. I don't know if this. What the fuck this means. You can just not read it. A remote first, which I believe means like, oh, you know, we work remote. Triple uh, A game development studio goals. Announced that it had secured $20 million in Series A funding for its upcoming debut title, a free-to-play, cross-play football game for PC and consoles. What kind of football game? Football? Real football. 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 Uh, be interesting. Yeah. I think that is that is what they mean. It is a remote, from, a, uh, remote focus on their yeah. work. No office having. Yeah. Fuck them offices. Um... Number seven, Spotify is shutting down Hurdled, uh, Hurdle on May 5th. Hurdle. Hurdle. That makes sense. We've been over this before. God, man, you piece of shit. Hurt, it, it could be Hurdle, but the only reason I say to say Hurdle is because if you say Hurdle without actually looking at it, it sounds like something you jump over on a track. <laughs> That's a good point. And it's spelled that you would hear it because it's... Or that you heard it. or Yeah, exactly. Or that you heard it. I we had this literally this exact like yeah the English uh, language sucks yeah it does it does suck can you imagine having to learn this like from speaking from fluently speaking another language it's got to be so frustrating and then that word shows up and you're like yeah hurdle and you're like or like read or read yeah live oh, my live God. I'm sorry I'm sorry we suck goddamn live Dang. laugh love that phrase alone <laughs> goddamn English speaking <laughs> cons anyways. Um, colonists, <laughs> imperial. Uh, where were we? Number eight. Almost sixty thousand people attended. Attended. What is wrong with my mouth? 
Why can't you just work? Big enunciation time. <clears throat> it, they're not even... They're just normal words, though. No, I know. But it, it's time for the big enunciation, you know, wide mouth movements because you're starting to slur yourself a little bit. Settle down over there. Don't want to get you too excited with my, with my wide mouth. Almost 60,000 people <laughs> attended in-person events during this year's London Games Festival. I forget that thing exists. I do, too. Firmament, the new game from Scion, the creators of Myst, will be released May 18th. Uh, Epic Games has acquired mobile game developer... Uh, I don't know what this... I it looks. I see it, and I want to say Aquarius, but it's not Aquarius. But the way I want to sound, I want to pronounce it doesn't seem right. I kind of want to say Aquarius, <laughs> but that doesn't feel right. <laughs> Do you... He's gonna make me look at it. Yeah. I was gonna look at it. Aquarius, Aquarius. That might be it. Aquarius, Aquarius. That doesn't seem right. The only other way would be like Aquarius or something like Aquarius, that. Aquarius, Aquarius, Aquarius. It's just as bad. Uh, anyways, they they bought this mobile game developer that we think might be called Aquarius and has established uh, Epic Games Brazil. Aquarius has launched titles such as Wonderbox, Horizon Chase Two, and Looney Tunes: World of Mayhem, uh, which apparently they'll continue to operate those games. Meta has laid off a third of Ready at Dawn. I forgot they bought them. Including the studio head. The studio is responsible for two God of War games uh, for PSP. The Order 1866. Blast from the past. I know, right? And the series of games Lone Echo, which released under Meta on Oculus Rift. Was that 1866? I think so. Was it 18... Or was it 1886? I feel like it was 1886. I do also think it was 1886. I'm going to do a little oogly googly. They're like a VR company now. Well, they were. Well, they were, but Meta's barely a VR company at this point. I don't see how you can fuck that up. Like you or being VR? Meta being a, like doing VR, like you literally sell the most VRs. Like, yeah, but they, I think their money is somewhere else and they're just not telling people. Like, they've clearly moved on to doing something else. Mm. And now they're just trying to cut studios. Because they'd rather... My guess is they'd rather be hardware slash publisher, not dev. Yeah. Um, It is 1886. Okay. We're not crazy. Nope. Well. <laughs> Michael Barkley, currently a lead designer what? at Naughty Dog. Barkley? Barclay? I would say Barclay. You'd say Barclay? Yeah. I'd say Barclay, and the only reason why I say Barclay is because um, of Reginald Barclay. And I say Barclay because of the Barclays Premier League. Okay. Well, I guess I'll say Barclay. Uh, Michael <laughs> Michael B. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Barclay, currently, a, I don't know why this is relevant, but apparently he's currently a lead designer at Naughty Dog, said via Twitter, Quote, I feel like it's been long enough now to come out and say Star Wars Battlefront 3 was going to be legit incredible. And the fact it got canceled two yards from the finish line is an absolute crime. Gamers don't know what they were robbed of. 
end quote. I'm assuming he means the old Battlefront 3. I also assume that that's the case. Um, yeah. Then it started a whole conversation how, like, um, he said, you know, he obviously inferred that the game was finished. And then other people were like, ah, oh, it really wasn't. So, I don't know, whatever the fuck that, any of that means. <clears throat> By that point, he might have just also only been, like, a dev. Yeah, true, true. And not, not had the entire picture, maybe? He speaks the true truth. That's Cloud Atlas. Uh, <laughs> that is a reference nobody's going to get. Who watched that movie? Focus Entertainment has acquired... Tom Hanks in it. It did. And the guy from 21. Focus Entertainment has acquired simulation developer and publisher Dovetail Games for an undisclosed sum. The acquisition includes all Dovetail's IP, such as Train Simulator Classic and Train Sim World. Can we discuss what Train Simulator Classic is? Because when I hear WoW Classic, right? Yeah. I think of the game from 2004. Yeah. Why am I playing Train Simulator Classic? I don't know. It's, it's a whole other world out there. YouTuber Mike Odyssey claims previously reliable sources have told him a new Nintendo console is to be revealed in a June or September presentation. I don't believe that. Neither do I, and I also hate the phrase previously reliable. Yes. Because that implies they're no longer reliable. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's going to be one of those like weird quarter truths where mm. they announce a new SKU. Yeah, yeah. But hey, it's the same we, concept. This time we added a disk drive. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, that'd be weird. Why did the Switch? Because <laughs> we could. What of it? We now sell the GameCube mini discs again. Oh, my. Fuck you. <laughs> and everybody <laughs> just held home going, we didn't ask for this. And like, I know. We're Nintendo, bitch. <laughs> um, buying. You all buy. Xbox announced players will no longer be able to post gameplay videos directly from their Xbox or the PC game bar to Twitter. Uh, this most likely stems from Elon Musk threatening to sue Microsoft because he claims they illegally use Twitter to train their AI. Apparently, Elon Musk and Microsoft are beefing. Yeah, sure. Not that like Elon Musk is beefing with everyone all the time. Yeah, I, I don't really give a shit. Did you watch his rocket explode? Nah, well, oh, do you mean the rapid unassembly? Unplanned unassembly or whatever that they tried to call it. It's like yeah, yeah, no, it exploded. Fucking blue. It was kind of funny because it started doing the uh, Kerbal space uh, yeah. uh, spin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it literally did though. I started doing oh, it. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I was like, I can already see the little green dude just freaking out in the corner of the screen. <laughs> um, the Iron Man game from Motive, Motive Studios may be open world according to a job listing. Cool. I would hope so. I guess. Be a weird one if it was just in a hallway. <laughs> <laughs> hey you're Iron man but you can't fly fuck you <laughs> fair point a well-known chinese leaker teased uh with an image that a new trailer for armored core uh f- six wow use your goddamn brain six fires of the rubicon by from software will be shared in one week on april 28th can't figure out roman numerals adds an extra the into fires of rubicon oh <sighs> It's a good thing Matt doesn't listen to this podcast back because he's fucking. <laughs> I, I always picture you like with the dock open, listening to yourself, going, "You piece of you shit, you moron! You can't even read." <laughs> uh, 
During Blizzard's latest developer live stream, they announced that Diablo 4 will have a server slam weekend in May. I kind of like the name. I like it as well. Yeah. It's catchy. It tells you exactly what it is, so you can't fucking complain. We should have more of these. We should slam servers. Call of Duty should have a server slam. Yeah, they should. I should have one at work, unrelated. (laughs) (laughs) I just beat the shit out of a server. (laughs) And I threw it on the ground. THQ Nordic is holding a digital showcase on August 11th. Wow, they called that one far out. That thing is going to be three days long. (laughs) Non-stop, 72 hours of content. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not even a live stream, just a pre-recorded thing. No, you know what? Better yet, live stream, 72 hours. There is no stopping. (laughs) Only content. New games from our 800 million studios. Um, And then finally, there was a trailer that kind of went viral viral for... um, Unrecord, which is a which is. Unreal Engine five based game that does not look like a game. No, it does. It does look like police body cam footage. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, it's it's ridiculous what Unreal five is capable of. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, the next couple of years when people start really more, digging into yeah, Unreal main, Engine 5. mainstream and it's more out there and what it can actually achieve. For sure. So it's been uh, it's been seven days. What you been up to? Um, Mandalorian season finale happened. Um, so thoughts? It was okay. It summed up the season. The season was a little rough. They left it. They finished it in such a way. They're not sure th- that there's going to be a season four. Oh, interesting. So it was like kind of like a low key series finale. Um, and then I started Burning Shores, which uh, immediately irritated me because it's just, first off, I forgot how to play the game. So relearning, like trying to remember. Yeah, that is one of those games where it's like, I'm going to go fight some low stuff so I can remember how to how combat works. Yep. And then, um, <laughs> you know how at the end of the game, you finally get to fly? Yes. So do you want me to tell you how Burning Shore starts? Removing your ability to fly. You better fucking believe it. <laughs> it's almost too easy. Yep. Uh, and I get why they do it, but it's really annoying. Yeah. Um, they want you to explore the... Yeah. That's that's about it for me. I have not, not much going on. In the old life. And who wants to explore shit? You know what I mean? Like, fuck that. I want to fly around. It just is annoying. You know, cutscene, and you get, you're get you in a cutscene, and all of a sudden, like, oh, we're in, a, we're in a world with mechanical monsters, and all of a sudden, there's a fucking anti-aircraft tower. Like. That seems convenient. <laughs> yeah. How convenient. How could this happen to me? <laughs> I'm on the ground again. I don't got no flying thing. I'm a pleb. What have you been up to? Uh, I've been up to, well, modifying the PC. Yeah, very quiet now. uh, So once I did that. The giant monstrosity of a CPU cooler in there. Yeah, thick bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So the the kicker was, of course, I did that, right? Didn't didn't reformat my hard drive or anything. Just said, we we ball. (sighs) Okay. So so fuck it, we ball is, is a great mentality to have. Until you have to have the fuck it, we ball again because you 
bald the first time. <laughs> yeah. So I bald the first time, booted you, it. Let's see what happens. Went blue screen. Went from the old Intel to AMD. To AMD. So yeah. immediately blue screen because chipset's not right. Blue screen a couple more times before I was like, I really don't want to just reinstall Windows. Mm-hmm. So I'll reset it, which is technically reinstalling Windows. Mm-hmm. It just does it itself. Yeah. And when it does that, it puts all the defaults back and removes all the apps that don't come with Windows. Uh, deleted WoW, deleted all my settings in WoW, deleted all the add-ons, deleted... That's so crushing. Deleted all the drivers for these microphones, the interface, our audio stuff, Audacity, Chrome, Firefox, Discord, Steam, my Steam games, Epic, my Epic games, EA, my EA games, like, yeah, all that stuff was gone. But it, at least it gave me the list of, like, here's what we removed. So you know. Scroll, scroll, so scroll, just, scroll, 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 scroll. It's probably, like, only two pages long. Oh, okay. Or, like, a page and a half, maybe. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, all right, what do I actually need to put back? And, you know, I just started going down through the list. And I purposely keep backups of my WoW stuff. Mm-hmm. Of specifically like the WTF folder and I think the add-on folder. Though the add-on folder I couldn't find, so I might not actually even back up that. Just the WTF folder, which has like all the the little instances and variables I have for all my characters. Okay. So when I just throw that back in, it picks it all back up and goes, okay, this is where you roughly were. And that did that, and I was like, oh, that saves me so much time. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple things that I missed, I think, from the last backup, so I'll have to resync it mm-hmm. to, to have the most recent stuff, but... Otherwise, I was like, all right, cool. That's all good. Reinstalled all of this stuff. And that's where I went at the beginning where I'm like, I hope this sounds correct. Yeah. And I don't know that I sound right in Discord because I haven't been in voice with anybody yet to like we'll see if it fucking works. <laughs> we'll all find out together. We're on the knees together. Have you um, noticed? No, not yet. I haven't like really played with it. I did it Thursday night when I got home or I moved it. I did the switch Wednesday night when I got home from volleyball because I wasn't ready to go to bed, and I just wanted to get it done because mm-hmm. I knew I was going to do it last night. Yeah, if I did it last night, then I was going to run into having problems today. So I did it Wednesday night, fixed everything last night, mm-hmm. um, of like reinstalling everything last night, and then we'll do this today, and then I'll I'll play with it over the weekend to like make sure it's yeah it's still where I want to be. Temps look fine and everything, so not worried yeah. about that. Um. But I know for a fact I'm going to get like two weeks in. Like, ah, that's ah, I knew I was missing something. Yeah. Um, otherwise, yeah, Switch went fine. Everything else was good. Uh, been playing Magic. Okay. The new, the new set, March of the Machines, dropped on um, on Arena. So I've been playing Magic Arena. Just a mono white deck right now. Well, I use it to get uh, currency and stuff to buy other cards for another deck I want to do. But it's been fun. Good time. I mean, I'm only in bronze tier, so at the bottom of the barrel I'm playing. But it's a good, like, log in a while, wait for people to get on. Open Magic, play some games. Mm. Classic. Um, the typical Nate can't do one thing. Yeah. So he's got to do eight things yeah. to satisfy his ADHD brain. Yep. While also watching a Twitch stream and a YouTube stream on the other monitor and playing Magic and, and <laughs> WoW on the other one, just like massive sensory almost not overload but if not uh uh not deprivation either type of thing yeah like a weird weird balance i need but yeah it must have been that cool that's all i really got playing the show of course yeah as you do yeah 
burning through as much content as I can when I have downtime for things. Mm-hmm. New WoW patch in two two weeks. Yeah. Nuts. Beginning of May, May 2nd. So one more week of the current one. Seems so soon. Feels like it. December. Man. I don't know. I have no. Welcome to the concept of time. Yeah, I have no. It's wild. No concept of time anymore. But yeah, that's it. And uh, we will uh, talk to you guys in seven days. Hopefully this didn't sound like shit. See you later. Bye-bye. 